We're holding the end of Daf Kuf Mem Omid Base, right at the bottom, about two, three lines, uh, four lines, five lines from the bottom of the Daf are the two dots. And we're talking like this. We mentioned the Mishnah of a Noitim in the Fnea Behima. We mentioned we're taking to and fro from the animal, the food and the things that are in front of the animal before Shabbos and on Shabbos. Tony Chad the Okay, so we have a bracer that says, you're allowed to remove, right? That's the straw and the, all the type of animal food they have over there. Menithnei behema, shapir yofa, that has a good mouth. We'll explain what that means. Venoisen of behema shapira, and you're allowed to place it in front of an animal that has a bad mouth. We'll explain. Vatanya idich, but now we have another bracer that says, Noitim menithnei behema shapira, venoisen of behema shapira yofa. What's going on? Says the Gemara, Abaya, idivi idi mikami chamulakami torishaklinon. Both braces hold that you're allowed to take the animal food from the donkey and give it in front of a shah, in front of an ox. And we'll see the difference between them. But from in front of an ox and give it in front of a donkey, that you're not allowed to do. When you say it's got a nice mouth, what do we mean? It means a chamor. Why? To Leslie Riri. Right, it doesn't have a lot of uh, saliva going on over there. The nose of the should be ra bepara. That's talking about a para. As we turn to, to our daf kufmim aluf omed aluf, and that means it's got a piv ra because the isli really. It's got a lot of saliva. We're talking about a chamor that's not so makbid in exactly what he eats, and he eats even anything. The notion of Fabahim should be of Yoffa, that means a Pora, the Daik of Ochra, the Medaktik, in what it eats, and it will not eat disgusting things, and therefore the Maisa, it comes out, the Braisa, is pretty much teaching the same din, but just puts it into different categories. That's all. Zug Dalek Mishnah Rabbi Sai. Hakash, Rabbi said we have a tremendous amount of halacha today. Uh, I'll try to get through a little bit of it. Um, again, you guys are just going to have to download the app in order to try and get a lot of my halacha shurim, which are a lot more musudar, alpi halacha, alpi semen shulchanorach. You'll see them on the app in Hilcha Shabbos, and all the halacha shurim. There's a tremendous amount of there, plus many other shurim as well. But specifically, a lot of what we're saying is all over there. So I'll just try to be the cuts as much as I can. Zuk the Mishnah. Hakash al-gabi amita. You've got straw that is on the bed. And general straw is made for, you know, fuel, things like that. And now you want to use that bed as a mattress. Right? You want to use that bed as a mattress. Don't sort of shake it around with your hand. The reason you would do that is to sort of flatten it, make it easier for sleeping purposes. Don't do that, because obviously it's Mokta. This is what we call, this is the Makar, by the way, for the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Shin Yodalaf, that talks about Tiltul Begufai, if we know remember this, where there's Tiltul with your dying regular, and then there's Tiltul Minat Sad, indirect, and then there's Tiltul Begufai, with your foot, with your shoulder, with your back. That's Mamish No Shaychus, and that's Mutta. Ve'im Hoya Michael Behema, if the straw that's there and that we're dealing with is set aside for animal food, or for example, it's already made for sleeping, and then it's not Mutta because it was already made usable before Shabbos. Next part of the Mishnah. Machbesh was a press, the olden-fashioned press made of two sort of big plates, very heavy stones, and people used to have them in their homes in order to press and keep straight their trousers and all sorts of things. They make them even, I don't know about nowadays, but I remember seeing them not that many years ago, maybe 25, 30 years ago, and in people's houses, they put their trousers there when they went to sleep at night. So Machbesh means a regular household, normal one. Matirin, you can basically allow, open it in order to, to come down. 
and press the clothing. That's not a problem. Have a light kovshin, but you can't literally go and press the clothing itself. That you can't, because that's a maisa choil, and that will be a problem. For shal kovshin, but if it's a professional presser, la yigaba, you're not even allowed to touch it, because obviously it's made for all the issa uh, actions on during the week, and therefore it's also to even touch its muktzah on Shabbos. If it was already basically loose on Erev Shabbos, then matir eskula, then you're allowed to undo it. Veshomten, you can sort of put it on. And you can even take out the baget. Right? And matir, you can undo it. You can take out the baget that's from within it, that's from between it, on Shabbos. That's not a problem. Okay. Zuk de Omer of Nachman Hai Pugla. Right, if you remember, we discussed this, right? We had a whole Gemara about this, right? Dafa Kufchov Gimel, where we discussed, you have a Tsunona radish, and as you know, it looks almost like a carrot, and therefore it's got a wide end, and it goes narrower and narrower. So if you've got it milamala lamata, so in other words, it's done in the regular way, that the carrot is sort of facing downwards, in other words, that the thick part is at the top, and it gets narrower and narrower as you go down. Shari. Then you're allowed to remove it from the earth on Shabbos, because when you remove it, none of the earth will be moved, because everything is just glut. Milamata lamala, but it's faket, if it's the other way round, meaning the thick part's in the bottom, and the thin part on the top, and you're pulling it from the thin part, what's going to happen? No, the thick part's going to schlep all the earth with it, and that's going to be a problem of Shabbos. Your mates is offer mimkoimai, offer his mukta, and he holds that tiltal like this is considered to be a tiltal, even though before we held that it wasn't. That was beautiful. We're giving our Mishnah as a right that total minatzat indirect tiltal is not considered to be tiltal and it's muta. And if you remember the example we gave over there, for example, if you have in your freezer some raw fish. You got raw fish, and raw fish is not chazil umza. You can't, for example, chew it, and therefore it's vade mukta on Shabbos. And it's and, and the ice cream is right behind it, and then you want to get to the ice cream, so you can't move the fish with your hands. That's told to be a and that's mukta. So what do you do? You reach behind if you can, and you schlep the ice cream, and it's true. Now, when you schlep the ice cream to the front of the freezer, it's going to push the salmon or whatever it may be to the side. That is told to and that is mukta, especially if it's a tzorot of a heta. Omer of honey pilpali. Right, you're cutting up these peppers in in, a, in, a, in a, with a uh, with the back of a knife, right? With that basically the handle of the knife. That's not the normal way. Tarti asa, but two is going to be a problem. Once you make a shina, then everything's muta, and that you should know is generally one of the heterim that we have for toichin. Because obviously over here we're discussing toichin, because anything that's kedule karka grown in the ground is subject to the issue of toichin, and therefore when I use the back of my knife, that will be one of the heterim because that's a shinoi. Right, what's the reason for a shino? Why does that make it motor? We don't find that you can put light on with the elbow. That's also a shino. Why is that okay? And the answer says the Tal, when he talks about Tochen, is he said there are certain malachas, and we discussed this, if you remember, by Losh, yesterday, that Erev um, Shabbos, that a shino changes the malacha into a non malacha It's an incredible idea. We'll see about that. We'll see about that in a little bit in a moment, and more, a little bit more of that. Omar of Yudah, man the b'maya. Someone that's basically rinsing, he's washing in the in the river. First, before he goes out, he should make sure to dry himself from all the droplets that are on his body. Then he should go out of the water. Dilma, what's the problem over here? What's the problem? Why does he have to dry himself? Because if he comes out, right, an heir of the yam, people don't know this, they think they can go to the beach on Shabbos. I've had many people who call up heir of Shabbos, an interesting Shiloh, where we're spending Shabbos on the beach. 
Okay, unbelievable. So there were interesting shilas we mentioned. If you remember, we discussed this at Gabi Hatmona and Shia Chazor with people that make fires for the chicken soup on the beach, on the barbecue, on the coals. Do you need Gorev Do you need a Blech? Whatever. We discussed that all the way back then. But over here, the question will be going in the water. What's the problem? I'm not carrying anything. Right? No bathing. Whatever. I'll just, I'll, I'll just go in. Right? No, no. But you're carrying down the Amas in a Kamlis, right? The Yamas are Kamlis. It's also not to carry. So therefore, you've got to make sure to dry yourself before you come out the water. It's very interesting. When you go into the water, your body pushes the, the water inside there further. No, so you're, you're carrying also. It should be also. When Chachamu came along, and we know that in Issa of a Kamas, which Be'ez HaShem is coming up to in a couple of weeks when we discuss it, Be'ez HaShem in the Sechus uh, Erevin, and that is when they asked the Kamalis, they only asked actual tiltul, actual carrying, but tiltul b'koychai, which means it's my koyach, my strength causes it to move, that is not what's also in the Kamalis. Just by the way, just a bederech agav admoid, there's a modika rush over here, Simon Tesvov, where he brings down that if a person's walking, imagine, he's walking in, uh, you know, Let's say a place, you know, that's not Sonic Gay, Manchester. And it's, uh, you know, a public place over there, Shosarabim, and it rains. No. The rain goes on his clothing. He's carrying. What's going on? How, how's that okay? Says the Rosh, Chazal didn't want to be Mumachme, an Asura person from walking with the droplets on him. So there's a Beis Yosef. Beis Yosef is Shinchovov. Brings down that the hope shot that Chachamid didn't Asa this is because the amount of water being carried is it, just a small amount. Zuk the Taz, it got in days. He said, I don't understand. If that's what you're telling me about the base Yosef, then water is always a person. There's always a small amount, right? A, a person caught in the rain has much more than on your body coming out of a, a, a bathhouse or a mikvah or a yum. But yet the Gemara over here that we just learned says, says that you must make sure to dry yourself. Oh, then you're telling me that what goes on your clothing when you get wet is less than that? Can't be, says the Taz of Mordekabshat. Says the Taz that the reason that a person is allowed to walk with rainwater on his clothing, is Chazal did not want to usher a person from Poshet doing something impossible. Let's say, I'm sorry, you cannot go out and Shabbos, maybe it's going to rain, especially if it is raining already. Right? You can't, you can't, it's impossible. you can't tell someone to do that. And maybe that's the reason, in a, in a yam, you go into the sea and you have your, your body, so say it, give it a shake and you can get rid of it. Masha Enkain, in a clothing, it's not shy for a person to do that, and therefore, uh, therefore, it should be okay. And, and one of his one of his whole things is chatishi osim in a Torah. How can you say the Beisosef says, "Well, it's only a small amount." Chatishi osim in a Torah, even a small amount, something is also comes along. Rabbi Yisai, Yitzchok Yichonon spectres that sound the bear. Yitzchok Noruchaim Simon Tesvod Sikotum Hey. That he says that the whole Yisait of chatishi is not a problem if the person has no intention to complete the whole Issa. The whole reason why we ask a chatishi is why I it's too small. But Lamaisa, he might continue it. But if it's not Shaykh, for example, in our case, when a person's walking and it's raining and the water goes on him, it, he's, he hasn't even got to Chatisheh because he's no Shaykh to the Malacha. Then maybe there's no Xayra Chatisheh or to the whole Sheh, and that's the reason why there's no problem. Rabbi, so we got a little bit carried away. Let's move on. Ah, we could spend time, so much time on this. It's beautiful. Abaya Omrabai. The tamer of Yehuda tit shalgabe ragloi. Right, person have mud, cement on his feet. You can just, you know, when you go inside, you just rub it on the ground. But you're not on the on on the wall, obviously not. Chas v'shonim. I'm over my tamish makosal loy. We're on the Mexican pointer. You're adding to the building. So think about what? A binyan chakloi? That's ridiculous. Nobody adds to a binyan mud and then he puts on his. And you 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 tell that to your mother when you walk into the and you walk into the living room and you start scraping your feet on there and she'll be like, "What are you doing?" You're like, "Well, I'm trying to be a chazuk the wall." I want 
and basketball, and baseball, and tennis, and all these things, on the ground, which is a earth ground, because maybe you're going to come to Mashford Gumos, to make it level, to make it easy to run, or no one's going to trip, whatever it may be. It's my Mabered Ravinoma, Echad Zervi Echad Zed, doesn't make a difference, it's also, Rapopo Ma Echad Zervi Echad Zed's Mota. The Mabered Ravina, but my Mekankhele, what did he do? Mekankhele Bekura, right, the Mogadavon, but he brings this down, on Ochel Rais and Simishin base, that he says that if, for example, what they used to do is they used to put a wooden or metal piece on the entrance of the shul, and that was what people used to go and, you know, get their boots off all the mud. That was the, you know, that was the roads in those days. Interesting, a person should not sit on the lechi. The lechi would explain Be'ez HaShem and Erevin. It's talking about the heka, right? It's a piece of wood, which is a heka. To show everyone, don't carry any more than this. This is the beginning of the, you know, where you're not allowed, there's no Erev. Dilma. Maybe if he's sitting on it, chavitz is going to roll off him. Because because he's sitting on the lechi, there's no hekar anymore, and someone will carry from rabbin to yochid, yochid to rabbin, v'chol v'chol v'amar avaloi tzad inish kuva. Person shouldn't move a barrel that's in the karka, right? We're talking about soft earth ground, you know, grass, that sort of area, not the cement. A person should not put on a barrel a wet garment. Because he might come to do schita. So you have to be very careful with the wet shmatas and these sorts of things, because at the end of the day, any type of squeezing of them could come to could come to schita. If a person has, if a person has some, uh, you know, a bit of chunt. Right, on his beggar. Machaska soybin bifnim. Now, as you can hold the beggar, this is how the Mishnah Brewer explains it, the Maisa, it's interesting. There's a, there's a whole Mishnah Brewer in Shin Basic, Cotton Lamad Base, where he discusses the different directions, and it's, it's a big kash exactly what he means. But what the Poshib Shah is, is you hold the beggar from the inside, right, from the inner of the beggar, right, and you're not actually touching where the area of the, of the stain is, and then you're rubbing it off. That doesn't look like Malabin. They machaska but not from the outside, because that's Nirika Malabin, it's a drab on a mace, You're never allowed, by the way, if you get like a, a stain on you, you're never allowed to take a nail and scratch it off completely. That's real Malabin. Right, it's in the fibers of the clothing, and you're scratching it off. You're you're cleaning it. So that's issa of malabans. It's a daraisa pashtus, right? Even without liquid, right? Even without liquid. Titcha gabi manala. If you've got some dirt and got some mud on your shoe, we go with the back of a knife, not the sharp part. Sharp part's more of a problem. We'll see in a minute why, because we're talking about uh, you're going to be smoothing. You're going to be smoothing the leather. V'shal gabi v'shal big doim. Gorib b'tzipurim with your finger. Or v'vashle chaskes, but don't rub it off. My love, v'shle chaskes, clown, nothing. Like. And I was doing a way that's not going to work so well, and therefore it's not going to fully come off with the stain. By the way, just be careful. The Be'alocha princess, uh, you know, uh, points this out. The Chavetz Chaim in the Be'alocha says, be very careful, because if you've got, let's say, a piece of potato from the Cholent, so potatoes are gudule kauka, and you scrape it off, even if you didn't scrape fully all of it off, because it might say it's malabin, but don't worry, we'll get you for toichin, because when you scrape it off, you crumble it. Crumbling a potato is gudule kauka. Bang! You're over on toichin just for doing that. Ah. Omer, the rabbi said we have to learn Hilcha Shabbos. Omer, Vavo, Omer, Veleza, Omer, Vinayim, Egorim, Menel Chadash, Avaloi, Yoshan. The reason for that is because an older one, the leather is soft, and therefore when you shit, when you scrape it off from the mud, you're going to come to uh, smooth the leather. Now, I don't think it's going to get with most of our leather soles, generally not going to happen, but again, just pointing that out. Right, Bamamagori, it says we turn the page, called from Malaf on the base. What did I have to use? Omer, Vavo, Gavasaka, not the Saka, not the sharp part. Omer, Usaba. Same didoch kamidoch. Let's get rid of your psak because of the following bracelet. 
But you can go if you want to go and smear your regal, your foot with oil, no problem. Put in the shoe, and this way, the shoe gets it, right? By the way, the Menchatzitz has a whole chuba where he talks about the shoe trees, right? The only knows what the shoe trees are, right? You put those things in there, I don't know what they are. They're called shoe trees, but they're things that machazik the shoe, make it look stark and heavy and good, keeps it shaped. So you have to use those on Shabbos. The Menchatzitz of Dain Weiss has a whole shayla. And it's in Paskin's it's motor, unless you just went in the rain, and then you ruin the whole shape, and that's machazik the shape, it keeps the sh- like makes the tsura back into its original shape, then it's going to be a problem. And that's the, what we're saying over here is, what you know, you can't put the oil on the shoe, but you can put the oil on your foot and then put your foot in the shoe. You understand? Right? And then you can go and you can roll, if you want, all over the skin. The tablecloth that these do, they in a chosha is not a problem, right? And they ask once for missing covenants, what do you do if you get dirt? You get some dust in your suit, right? You want to rub it off, you want to get, shake it off. You can't do that, right? Because it's obviously, that's Malama, it's the Ramon, the beginning of submission base. Therefore, what do you do? So he said, go to a chasid shatish, go to a chasid shatish, this is pre-corona, not chasid shalom now, but pre-corona, when everyone was one next to the other, so it was gavaldic, and the your sleeve will become clean, you'll see. That's the thing with Kavana, it's the sort of shine the shoe. If you're being ma'abade, abad means you're basically tanning it, is you're, you're, you're working the leather, then it's a problem. Who holds that the amount you have oil that you use is the amount that's fine. But as long as your kavana isn't to do that, have a shela abdo, then it's also, even if it's not your kavana, bichlal. Tonu abonon. La yeze cotton, bimenalka, godl. A child shouldn't go out with a very large shoe because it's going to fall off. And if it falls off, it's going to carry it. Have a yodzu, bicholuk, godl. Cholok, you can go, right? A bigger, what's it called? A cloak or a coat. That we're not so worried. Person is generally not going to take off his clothing. A woman shouldn't go out with a shoe that's ripped at the top because, again, people are going to laugh her and say, Hello, you crazy? Why do you go out like that? So she's going to take it off. But she's so it's Xavier not to wear it. Right, and this is, uh, don't do chalitza. But it works, the chalitza. Don't go with a brand new one. Because she's marked, if it doesn't fit her exactly, then we worry she's going to take it off because it's hurting her. That's if Erev Shabbos, she never went out with it. But as long as she went with it once, Erev Shabbos, then we're not worried because then already she used it and therefore not worried that on Shabbos, with the first time she's going to wear it, she's going to take it off. Right, for example, they, they do this at the Yom when you go to a shoemaker, a shoe fixer guy. So they put the shoe on this like thing that's stuck onto the uh, onto the uh, onto the table, and that holds it in place. And then they can fix the shoe. So you are allowed to take the shoe off of that utensil. But then you don't One place says you're not allowed. What's going on? Like Kasha, like the Mishnah says in Mesechtas Kelim, Manol Chal Gabe Amos. Right? If you got, for example, the shoe that's on this wonderful thing, Rebeleza Matar holds that it is not Mekabel Toma. Why? Because it's not a cleat. Because it's not finished yet. And the Chachamim hold Metamin. It becomes Tommy. It's a din of a Kli. And therefore, 
a country Belezda holds that the, the shoe is not going to end up a kli, you're not allowed to metaltal it, because it's a moktza in that case, whereas the rabbon holds it is a kli, you are allowed. Fed the Gemara, had yichad the rava, the omad of shemakta lisa, bein it so gufi, bein it so gufi, I understand, shop it, makes very good sense, I'll buy it, the omad so gufi, muta, let's say, my koi, my osa, and here I need the place, because I need to get inside the hollow, hollow part of the shoe, my yichad the meima, what's going to be? How come my skin of it's very, very loose, and since it's loose, when I take off the shoe, I never actually move the utensil, the contraption, that holds it there because it's loose. We're talking about before when it was very, very tight. And then when I pull off the shoe, I'm moving the thing and I'm being metal to the mutza. But over here it's rough, it's loose, there's no problem. The Tanya Buddha, in my rough, it's mutta. Time at the rough, you're rough, you're lie. Honey, you can buy the Omar It's not so good for mutta. It's not going to come here. I understand. But say that if it's loose, no problem. According to him, it's always mutta. My area rough, why do you have to tell me it's loose? I feel like you're off Even if it's not loose, it's going to be mutta. What's the difference? The Tsarik Makaima is mutta. And he holds it's mutter. He hid your Yehuda Mishud Rebelozi. The Tanya Yehuda Oymah Mishud Rebelozi. My Rafa, it's mutter. If it's Rafa, he held like him. And therefore it's mutter. Hazun Lachtoilin. Baruch Hashem. We finished. How Gavaldik, the 20th Perik, Mesachta Shabbos. Let's start the Ezra Hashem Yisbarach a little bit of the next Perik, Perik 21. Kufmim Aleph Omid Beis. Join us. Zuk the Mishnah. Noitol Odom Es Benoi. Ah, Mugtza. Basis. Beautiful. Noitol Odom Es Benoi. Ve'evim Biyodai. Right? You are allowed to hold your son. Even if the son has got a muktzah stone or he's got some money in his hand, the calculator. Uh, you're allowed to pick up a basket that has fruits inside it, even though there's a stone there. We'll have to discuss this. This is the sugya of the candlestick tray. As well, all the same. You're allowed to mix them together. Allowed, there's not a problem. You're allowed to actually eat the uh, the, the chulin will be eaten by Yisrael. Zuk the Gemara will explain a lot of these things. Right? You've got, for example, in the Rosh Hashanah, a child. And he's got a bag tied to his neck. Chayiv Mishum, kiss. Chayiv Mishum, it's not because of the child, but only because of the, the wallet. Tinnik mace, if Chas Rishon, the Tinnik is dead, the kiss toilet tomorrow, then you're potting Gansen. Fed the Gemara, Tinnik Chai. The kiss toilet toilet, but Tzabar, Chayiv Mishum, kiss, or Chayiv Nam Mishum, Tinnik. Why not Chayiv Mishum, the baby, the child that you picked up? Ravok Rebbe, Nosen, Svirilei. Dom Chayiv, no, he said, that's my, this is the whole sugya. Why, by the way, that by the Akedah's Hitzchak, Yitzchak had to be tied up, because Avram wanted to be Mekayim, the mitzvah, where Hashem said, lift him up, and put him there. Uh, if he's not tied up, the Biskorov says this whole shtickle, that if you don't, if you don't tie him up, and Chayiv, no, he says, that's my, you're not Chayiv for the carrying Shaboy. And therefore, that's why I had to tie him up, so he can't move. He's not Chayiv, no, he says, that's my, made Avram was to the mitzvah of putting me there. And therefore, we're saying over here, since a child can move on his own, he's chai no satsvah, he's alive. And therefore, that's why you're not chai for him. So why is the wallet not bottled to him like we said by the bed? Says the Gemara, because by an alive person, the bed is bottled because the person needs the bed and therefore your potter on it. Whereas kiss legabetinu blow me vatale is not a vatal to it because the end of the child doesn't need the kiss and therefore your chaiv tinik mace for kiss tolerable to very potter la chaim shumatinuk rather kuribishumfa since it's in Sukhagufa, because at the end of the you're taking out the child to bury him, which is not a Tsurich the Gufa of the child, right? Because you're not taking it out to bring it to another place. Um therefore it's it's a different situation.
Therefore, it's not, then it's potter. That's why you potter. Right? What's pshat? We're talking about a child that's desperately, desperately trying to get back to his father. It's very, very upset to be separated from his father. If that's the case, my why a stone? Even a coin? Only a stone of Says Because if it's a stone and it falls, no, no, the father doesn't care. He's not going to run after it. If it falls, the father will go along and run after it, and therefore we're worried about that. Okay, Rabbi, that's enough for today. Beis Hashem, join us tomorrow. We'll continue. Have a gavald gavach.